Let's see what happens. Oh! Wait, we just wait until it gets past this point. Yeah, we're going to wait until it gets past eight seconds. What did you turn off? This may or may not go on the blooper reel. I turned off. I put it on automatic, not manual. Hey! Everything's good. All right. Wow. Welcome to episode two of our as yet unnamed podcast. Or it may, it may be, be named. We, we just can't remember. It's, it's, it's yet to be uh, confirmed. TBC. So we you decided. you let us know, listeners. Oh yeah, right in. Although we've right not released any of these yet, so <laughs> you, you'd struggle. Undecided address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right we're, in by post if you could. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're at the... We need the, to delay this process as much as possible. And you can put the wrong amount of stampage on it. Um, stampage? Stampage or postage? I saw, a, I saw a kid buying like 50 stamps at the post office. Some Swiss kid. <laughs> so he was sending postcards. Oh, and then he was like, I just stick them on the front, do I? <laughs> well, like, so what a picture is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have a fucking clue, mate. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, if you do want to get in touch, we're on the rooftop of the Fox Pub in... Haggerston, Dalston, Haggerston, that Dalston, kind of you know, neck of the woods. So carry a pigeon or, you know, just send something through their front door. Right and get now, to us. because we're here now. Yeah, we are here now, because that's when you're listening to this. <laughs> and that's how the it's internet all works. Time. That's all real time. Yeah, yeah. Too true. Um, so we decided we'd start by reminding you of the premise the reason why we're all here the reason why we are all here yeah, all seven in. of us all seven me this guy <laughs> oh yeah and so the five of you yeah, yeah, um oh yeah so we should introduce ourselves i guess right? uh, i always forget this <laughs> um i'm nancy uh, yeah, that's my name. <laughs> that's all an introduction that's is, the, isn't it? That's should have come up with a name game or something <laughs> yeah, so. and tell you one interesting fact about yourself. Uh, my name is Howell, and uh, fuck, I can't think of anything interesting. There's anyway, not much, there's not much interesting. But we both like comedy. We're both aspiring comedians. Absolutely, yeah. And that's about it as yeah, far as no, the premise I mean, goes, yeah, right? Yeah, I guess we, we're both trying to find our own comedy journey um, or find our own way into comedy. I like through, comedy journey. Through, Sounds through, suitably cheesy. Very cheesy. I like that. Uh, <laughs> with different methods. Mind the uh, old square root of going to a comedy course and... Uh, Poindexter <laughs> over here with her comedy courses. Yeah, getting the top tips from the... Uh, Maybe not even most professional comedians out there. Some dodgy bloke. Some dodgy bloke that I found. It's not like it was fucking Michael McIntyre doing the course, was it? Who is this guy? I mean, ask yourself, why is he making his living from running courses doing comedy, (laughs) not not doing comedy? comedy. I ask myself every day, but you know. But you know what they say. Those who can't teach and all that, right? Yeah. That's so, a double insult because Nancy's also sort of a teacher. So one day I might become a comedy teacher in, the, in her face. <laughs> the brigand. Um, whereas I'm going for more what we like to call the backdoor approach. Oh yeah. Uh, and that's actually what they call it in the business. The, it's the agreed it, upon term for it, it. Yeah. They call it a backdoor approach. <laughs> um, whereas yeah, I've just signed up to an open mic night. Um, which is now actually next month, which is terrifying. Also, I've realised that your next month is now going to be after my second stand-up comedy evening. I mean, we were clear from the offset, Nance, that this was not going to be a competition uh, of any sort. And yet, I just felt it was important to note. Where are you doing it again? 
Well, where am I oh, not you're doing not it? To Is it in the O2 arena? <laughs> I, I, I've decided to go big. Early. If you're and opening gigs, which I didn't beat both arena. of your open mics. Um, it's true. No, it's. I, I, I think I did tell you. It's at the. Uh, Oh. The, the King's Head in Crouch End. Crouch End, that's right. Yeah. In the basement, yeah. where all the all the greats start off. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I say that is actually true. That's true. Many, many, uh, many a fantastic comedians yeah. pass through their doors at some point yeah. in their lives. Yeah, Crouch, Crouch End. Crouch um, fantastic. Well, yeah. So those are, those are our two approaches. So that's yeah, that's the premise. That's where we're coming from, yeah. and we will talk a bit more about that towards the end of the show. But what we've decided to do from this episode onwards it's a new, it's a whole new page. It's a whole, we've turned over a new leaf. <laughs> we're episode we're one starting a new chapter. That tricky first episode. <laughs> We're um, better to change everything. <laughs> we're better to completely revitalise the format. I know you're all, you know, you're all asking what's next after that crazy first episode. Um, but no, we thought it would be interesting and maybe insightful, it is yet to be confirmed, to kind of pick a different topic each month and explore that in a bit of detail before then, yeah, discussing a bit more where we're at and, and what kind of what we're into and, and what what our current comedy journey situation is. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a very good description of what's about well, to happen. Though. I'll be honest, I've written that down. I was, <laughs> yeah, was that wasn't exactly that wasn't the uh, off, off the cuff. Yeah. That, that was painstakingly <laughs> even, rehearsed. Even the elongated sound at the end. There I was up to about <laughs> I was about to about three in the morning, perfecting that. Uh, if you look at Hal's book, there is literally nothing around this page <laughs> at the moment in front of him. Yeah, it does. It does bear pointing out before we start really getting into things that Nancy came to the table today with a two pages worth of mind maps or thought showers or whatever you want to call them lots of different interesting jumping off points for potential discussion I came with a fresh notebook that had Louis C.K. written on the first page nothing um, else nothing else <laughs> nothing else I mean, so that's what I'm bringing to the table happily Nancy had also written Louis C.K. in one of her mind maps so we may and there the story will continue <laughs> we may discuss him in great yeah, detail this, as, as we obviously progress. this topic is, is, is Louis C.K. in depth <laughs> it's, um, it's the one thing we have in common <laughs> yeah. uh, and the one thing I know about clearly yeah. um, but no we may touch on Louis C.K. Uh, but we're going to focus on uh, women in comedy yeah. Or indeed, female comedians. Whichever as, way you as want As people to, like to call them. Whichever way we want to describe it. Um, um, but the, the, the female element to, to comedy. Indeed, yeah. I, um, I actually I, I made a note under Louis C.K. that I wanted to bring in at this point. But the female comedian thing, <laughs> I've just started reading um, Sarah Pascoe's book. Yeah. Uh, which is called... I think just animal. Yeah, no, yeah, an, yeah or, animals. Or yeah, something or like animals. That. I, I, and the idea is, is like listen to it yet, the human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Nancy doesn't read; <laughs> she just listens to audio books. I'm, I'm not sure she can read. I've <laughs> never seen. I've never seen proof. Everything's um, written down here. I'm really confused about. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess her notebook is proof, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah, no, I think it is just called Animal. I, I'd probably go on the record right, on that. And uh, yeah, it's really, really, really good. Very funny. Very well written and really interesting. But in the introduction. She just has a very funny, slightly throwaway line about how she's she's a woman in comedy, so she is a female comedian, and just kind of embracing and kind of owning that label, which yeah. for some reason anybody who <laughs> talks about comedy or writes about comedy, particularly those who aren't women, 
feel the need to kind of yeah Thorough stick upon. on people yeah yeah um, yeah because if you're not if you're not a woman in comedy you are just a you're just a comedian but as soon as you're a woman you are a fe- yeah, female comedian yeah, yeah and yeah. I think in the way you know a lot of male dominated professions you know you're across a, the board you're, you're right a, you're a female um, you doctor know, female doctor <laughs> yeah yeah. Lady Doctor, right? That was Lady a thing doctor, yeah. from like obviously old idiots, yeah. but yeah. yeah, people still talk about we Lady Doctor. We doctors. can't quite deal with the fact that women can do some jobs. Or at least we should be forewarned that they are oh, ladies yeah. no, that's before true. we get into any sort of <laughs> yeah, situation God forbid, where we they walk might into be. a room and <laughs> there's a professional person walking in who is not the gender we expected them to be. Yeah, that could I mean, be shocking. I would, I would like that. No, 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 no one's into it. <laughs> no one's into um, it. But I think it, it comes back to what you were saying before we started recording, actually, about yeah. how, you know, even people in your kind of social circles had said in Absolutely, recent yeah. years, you know, that they didn't... Well, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've always thought women are funny. I think everyone probably does think that. I just think that a lot, I, it was more acceptable. You, you are a bit biased. I'm though. very biased because I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> And I'm a woman. So. Right? I mean, if anything, I think we need to <laughs> yeah, yeah. take a more. But, like, the idea of female comedians being funny has been um, challenged. Like, even, yeah, I guess, like, within the last decade, uh, I've seen people who have said that they just don't find female comedians funny. They can't work out. Like, they wish they could, but they don't. Um, and now, kind of standing there, looking at these great female comedians rising to this kind of success and saying, actually, they are funny. Um, and it's not that... The the jokes are saying, but I feel like the pe- the actual stage for female comedians has changed a bit. It's like it's it's I, it's more accepting yeah. though. It's saying that actually we're we're gonna we're going to accept that women can be funny and talk about the same things that men do. They don't have to be limited to the idea that they're going to talk about their appearance or men or whatever else it might be. Um, and do you is that why I'm doing air quotes? Female comedy is getting again air quotes but better like in terms of less people are saying oh I just don't find women funny Mm. is it because they're now allowed to talk about topics that Mm. do appeal across the gender divide in a way that maybe they didn't even like five years ago they were quite I guess like so Amy Amy Schumer often talks about being defined as a sex comedian um, mm. And then she kind of compares it to the fact that male comedians don't get defined in the same way. So male comedians, they talk about sex <laughs> all, all the time. All comedians are sex comedians. Yeah, sex yeah. is oh, hilarious, it's right? It's really like, funny we put it into yeah. all our jokes. But she, like, she talks about it quite, you know, vividly. She talks about it yeah. uh, in descriptive terms. It's hilarious. I think it's really funny. But um, she's, she's often called a sex comedian. And she makes comparison saying, like, oh, if a man got his dick out on stage, a male comedian got to get out the stage and put it out there, people just go, oh, he's a thinker, isn't he? He's a thinker comedian I mean, rather than I mean, that is a central part of my... It's your stand-up routine. that you're that's working that's on, yeah. So, you know, let's not um, poo-poo that too much. But, no, the completely... Idea that, the I, idea that topics have been taboo for women for a while, I think, is my, my point there. It's like the fact that lots of things haven't been able to talk about. We There's kind of the transition program. It's the idea that women have been allowed to go up onto stage and talk and try to be funny but they could only talk about a certain amount of things. And now we're saying that actually we're going to be accepting the fact that they can be on stage and talk and talk about a few more things, but we're still going to kind of seg- uh, say that they can't... We're still going to put them in boxes to now. And it's surely connected to wider issues around... Absolutely. ...women's space in society and mm. and what they are and aren't allowed to talk about. And also this whole thing of 
people, you know, we talked about it with, with lady, you know, doctors or whatever, but also like women achieving really and being to say that lady doctors. And, yeah, lady, I, did kinda, I really hate it. I wish I hadn't said it in the first yeah, place. But, sorry, um, yeah, you know, women achieving and women, yeah, being, you know, putting themselves out there mm. and like getting up on stage and showing off, which let's face it, is what comedy is. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think that's kind of, that's the base level is that you are saying, everyone look at me and people are still not comfortable with women you know being those people who are saying everybody look at me and and that's yeah. i think that's a huge a huge stumbling block and one that we've come on a long way when i mean you look at you know i i, I have to say i think growing up i think i sort of definitely just almost assumed comedy was a man's sort of domain because that yeah. is what I saw. That's what we saw, yeah. And and you know those and and I would even, like I, I have to say that even when I was myself growing up as as a woman I even and that's as, a complete travesty right I would, is that I you would hear this it, yeah. and even now you hear this from women. Mm. Ah, just not very funny women are they and but is and it is interesting but I I think I've only quite recently retrospectively realised how brilliant some women in comedy even as we were growing up you know were right. and indeed are but like you sort of they were anomalies at that mm. time whereas now they're kind of well they're sort of trailblazers well, I, I guess, suppose I, like, I, I guess my opinion was that when growing up that I really liked the I really liked Ross Noble growing up I thought he was a fantastic comedian because he was just so out there and different oh, yeah, and Bill sure. Bailey and all these kind of like really improvised and out there like uh, so you know what I completely agree Ross Noble now I find absolutely insufferable yeah like I yeah. really don't enjoy his comedy on any level but when I was younger yeah, yeah and maybe I, I want to partly it's like that appeals to maybe a more I don't know immature younger brain. mindset I didn't yeah. want to say immature brain because you know Oh, we don't Ross want to offend probably, all our many Probably <laughs> listening probably listening um, but no yeah I mean Ross Noble is rubbish so yeah. but also I wonder if like Comedy's come on a long way because I think when Ross Noble was first doing that, ooh, and then he like went into a like monkey knife fight thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that was that was quite different and a mm. bit cutting edge. Whereas now that's kind of I think it's been done to death. It's true, yeah. And now I think there's kind of new whole, frontiers new to be explored. Yeah. And, and I wonder if some ways women are uniquely positioned to explore those because mm. they've almost got this kind of newfound freedom and mm. and also these new audiences that I think undoubtedly people are you know, opening it. up yeah. to um, well in any kind of way when you you know you feel like there's a a joke that's not been open especially yeah with women there's a lot of jokes that haven't been open with, with what it means to be a woman and what it, what it doesn't um, and the preconceptions that go alongside it that's a whole whole new avenue of jokes that have not yet been properly explored because yeah I think when I grew up my idea of female comedy or female stand up I should say rather than female comedy was the likes of Joe Brand, who in her credit is, I think, is very funny a lot of the time. But, but she did talk about her size a lot and her husband a lot, um, which I didn't relate to. I couldn't find something funny in talking about simply your appearance or simply the fact that you were married and the way you treated your partner. Um, yeah, and I think you know she was in some ways a victim of her time. You know, yeah. she that's. And it's really interesting because her contemporaries were other like other male comedians on like the alternative circuit who were doing you know she was like 
getting rides up to Edinburgh with like Stuart Lee, Richard Herring yeah. and like people like this who were really, you know, really pushing boundaries and creating like the alternative comedy scene and mm. I think in a way, you know, yeah, she was a bit kind of pigeonholed into, mm. into being, yeah, oh, I'm fat and I like yeah. chocolate yeah. and my husband's, you know, a bit of a waste of space and, you know, I yeah. think, you know, there's no discredit to her but it says a lot about Recently, I listened to a podcast that she was part of, um, which now I can't remember the name of, but it's one with Brian Cox and um, the Infinite Monkey Cage. The Infinite Monkey Cage, and she I guess appears on it in one episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and her kind of input into it, like this is an intelligent woman. There's no discounting that she's a very intelligent woman. Um, but you can see that there's some jokes that just really fly into the audience and really make the whole crowd laugh. And then occasionally she reverts back to that whole size and husband, uh, those size and husband jokes, which equally sometimes hit the audience, sometimes really hit them hard. But actually she's got more to say. There's more that's in her to kind of be funny about, to kind of joke about than just those two credits to herself. And Yeah. And she's actually, I mean, she's very interesting from my perspective in that she... She was like a trained mental health nurse for a long time yeah. and like some of her comedy writing she's really put that into it and yeah. done some really good comedy about mental health and about yeah. you know that whole side of her her life which is a difficult thing to do and something that you know a lot of depictions of mental health that we see in even now like shockingly but in in kind of you know general society is very geared towards the like crazy guy yeah. who thinks that like caterpillars are eating his brains and it's not you know it's a far from the reality and b like just cliche really as well and you know i think she was sort of pushing boundaries in that way you know without even maybe people realizing it and that's because she had that kind of obviously that personal connection but um yeah, I think you're right. I think she's got a lot more to say than, you know, I eat too much cake and my husband Absolutely, you know, yeah. is a bit useless. Um, I think another thing I suppose I've struggled with or been come to terms with in terms of uh, women in comedy is um, the idea that you have to be almost like you should like all comedians. I guess with like all female comedians, like a solidarity approach. Like, but it's just not the case. Of Wouldn't course. Wouldn't want to be accused of being sexist. <laughs> <don't you? laughs> Wouldn't want to be accused of it. No, but like, uh, especially when you've got female comedians who are doing such a good, good job of trying to promote women in comedy and stuff like that. But then you just find some things they say. So, I guess for example, Catherine Ryan. I find. I find some of her stand-up really, really funny. I find I, some. Of her, I love Catherine Ryan. I think she's really, but, really funny. But yeah. when I see her on some shows and talking about comedy, I find it really hard to hear her speak on behalf of me, like as far. Um, yeah. No, and that's I get that. The and difference. Because she's yeah, she's. And what what's interesting with Catherine Ryan, I think, is she's ploughing a very like. It's almost like a new wave of like a feminine kind of arena in comedy mm. because she's talking a lot about celebrities and like celebrity culture yeah. which I think is traditionally if incorrectly seen as like a, a woman's thing. domain or like yeah, a female yeah, yeah, thing yeah. exactly um, she's talking I mean she talks a hell of a lot about Beyonce mm. who you know I love Beyonce we all do other men do I'm sure <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe we all do we but all again possibly seen as something more like um <laughs> 
and you know she talks quite a lot about motherhood and like she does, yeah. her kids who is you know and obviously that's a big part of her life she's quite but, a physical comedian too yeah yeah and, and and you know maybe a bit like Schumer but she she talks quite a lot about sex and yeah. is kind of yeah plowing that for her quite heavily and, and I yeah although I find her very funny I think yeah that's I don't know maybe that is almost like a new way of kind of not being pigeonholed because I don't think she is but she's talking she is talking quite a lot about things that might be traditionally considered yeah. as like female arenas I suppose and I appreciate uh, so, you, know, you, you always appreciate someone who's speaking and who's doing something you find funny and whatever else but I I think on Taskmaster again, which I think I mentioned in the past. I mean, you speak of little else. I, I yeah. don't like to talk about anything <laughs> other than Taskmaster. But there was a point where you just felt, I felt quite strongly that it was not the time nor the place to try and bring up women's issues as they were, which was an odd thing to say. I feel like you shouldn't often say that women's issues shouldn't come to com- like conversation. Um, they should probably be a natural part of the bottom of most conversations. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, talking about women's issues, I mean, that's basically like saying issues, isn't it, really? It's saying issues. <laughs> that's the point, isn't it? But when it comes up to the idea that, I, you know, there's a, there was, I think there could have been other things that addressed the fact of, like, the panel show, again, was made up of um, a male token women and I mean not to mention the editing process that goes into that yeah. and kind of how things yeah and even actually that's interesting with Taskmaster because you mentioned it last month and I still haven't got around to watching it I'll be honest but oh, I, wow. I, I, I said that I'd seen posters on the tube and I was really hyper aware that Catherine Ryan was the only female comedian on in the lineup of like 10 comedians I guess on that poster um, which I thought was quite like quite extravagant number of comedians. I think there's five, but six maybe. No, it's like loads of them. Okay. I think on the poster. Oh, maybe it's more because well, I guess if you seasons. include like Greg Davies and yeah. Alex Horn. As, oh, like, yeah, true. Okay, yeah, part of that, yeah. which they are. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, yeah, they're hosts of it, right? And then there's kind of four either side, maybe. I think that's. Well, fair. I mean, also like let alone um, that we've got we've got token person who's not white and token person who's not uh, male. Like that is the makeup of yeah. most of our panel shows at the moment. Yep, 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 and and. When when there's so many great yeah comedians of colour and yeah. female comedians, I always feel bad there, about mentioning right? like, mentioning people in the idea of token as well because it takes away from the fact that those people who are also who happen not to be white and happen not to be male are also great comedians in their own right. But um, I mean, I, and you know, yeah, I mean the yeah, white males again, maybe I'm slightly biased, but I think they are very very good comedians. Um, but this, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is an interesting all thing, isn't it? White males are I mean, all, all white males are funny, right? <laughs> they're funny guys. That's what um, it's because they've got so much privilege. Oh. They're uniquely placed <laughs> to. Uh, they've they've got headspace to <laughs> think of witticisms <laughs> about life. Um, but no, it's interesting because that makes me think about quotas. Yeah. Which is obviously something the BBC are now doing on their panel shows. So. There has to be at least one woman on any BBC comedy panel show. So I didn't actually realise that was a thing, but it, it, seems to, thing. it seemed to be something 